0: Welcome to The Way Podcast. I'm your host, Steve. Thank you for joining me. Every weekday morning, I take the eldest of our two, three kids to school. put one on the back of the bicycle behind me, and our eldest daughter, Bella, goes on her bike, and we cycle the three and a half Ks into town to their little school. Most of it's quite a beautiful cycle, even when the weather is not so great, we get to go through some beautiful farmland and open green spaces before we hit the town for the last about K of the cycle, and, and even that's not too bad. It's a beautiful, it's a small little kind of classic European town with some older houses and some cobbled roads and a little center of town space with the shops. And we go through that and just to the other side of this small little town. There's 11,000 people who live here in this little town called Salem in Holland. And we go through to the other side where their school is, and I drop them off and then I cycle back. And as I cycle through, you know, you, you just see people on their everyday, day-to-day things: walking a dog, heading off to work, cycling to the shops, uh, dropping kids at school like me. And because it's a European city, sometimes if you look left or right, you get to see right into people's homes. You can see into their kitchens and their living rooms and their dining rooms straight off the straight off the street as you cycle by. And I noticed people just doing this everyday stuff. And the thought struck me one day as I was cycling through. And when I say the thought struck me, I guess for me it was a sense of God pointing something out to me, something that I needed to chew on. But the question was, these people just live these normal lives these normal little lives and they do these everyday things they make food they eat it they walk dogs they go to the shops they go to work they come home what is it that they're doing that has any lasting significance are they living little lives of quiet desperation are they living lives of deep meaning i don't know and i'm and i'm not assuming it was just a question of of how are they spending their time and and I guess some of the question is like, what is a meaningful life? What does that look like? And from what I see, if I were to then ask the question and have a conversation, like what would be a meaningful life? And, and so it made me ask the question, what is a meaningful life for me? And the aspect that I started to think about is this small little town has has nothing really remarkable to it. There's no great like everlasting significance to it. There's no great exports, there's no great famous people, there's no sort of amazing things coming out of here. It's it's a very obscure, small little town on the eastern side of Holland. And we happen to live here. What kind of lasting significance happens in this place, this little backwater space, essentially? And without trying to be too derogatory, because that's not my intention, I just wanted to explore obscurity as as an idea, as a concept. I know part of the reason that I think along the lines of obscurity is because I'm sort of social media trained, you know, towards the big influences and the big names, the names up in light, famous people, Hollywood, uh, politicians, uh, great thinkers, you know, people that have, that have really had them, uh, had their names out there and uh, you're aware of who they are, you, you consume their work, whatever that might be, their thinking, their creating, they're that sort of stuff but the rest of us just carry on these small lives of obscurity and wondering you know that's that's not really a great measure of meaning just who has a million likes on Facebook or Instagram or 10 million or a billion or whatever it might be. That's a rather bad way to measure meaning and to invest in the idea of obscurity but it is one that I've carried and I realized I had to kind of let go of that and move away from it. The other sort of invested meaning for me in obscurity is that when I first became a Christian, I was part of a community that spoke a lot of this language, both covertly and overtly, around meaning and doing great things for God and having your life matter. You know, at the end of the day, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to achieve for God? And rightly or wrongly, or with best of intentions or not, or whatever it may have been, there was an impression built around. Your voice is going to be heard. You you have to achieve massive things. And I think if I weigh having a a quiet life in a small town somewhere with family, work, walking your dog, making sandwiches for your kids, dropping them at school, (laughs) that doesn't weigh up against the sense of definitely the online presence and the fame and the glory and the likes and all that sort of stuff. The Instagram social media generation, it doesn't weigh up there and it definitely doesn't weigh in the balance of that framework that I took on as an early Christian, of a life that matters for God. But I really started to think, you know, in my mind at least. Okay, so the reason I'm just pausing is this is not meant to be some kind of biblical exposition. So when I say to my mind at least, I'm going to kind of talk a little bit of theology, but I'm just musing around this idea that Let me put it this way. Some of the great biblical stories is what builds that that impression. You know, the Abrahams, the Moses, the David, those people who just like names up in lights people, you know, from the stories and you have to achieve great things like them. But some of those people were actually nobodies in their time. Abraham was a bit of a nobody. Kind of, he's known now, but if you asked him then, did he comes from a rather obscure part of the earth, did rather obscure things with his life. Many years later, he's kind of known for for this is this great biblical figure. You know, Moses, as well, lives mostly a life of obscurity. And what was the value in, you know, they must have made meals and you know, gone to the bathroom every day and uh, done their work and done just the, the basic normal things of life without having their name up in lights. And yet, somehow later, we've known that they've lived a meaningful life. Was it all meaningful? Were there parts of meaning? Were there just a couple of things that they did that laid meaning to their lives? How did that work out? And then if I look at you know the, the person who really came to me in this little cycle as I was wandering through the small town and thinking about this idea of do I live a life of obscurity? Do I have a life of meaning? And what would a life of meaning really look like? How would I measure that? I thought about the person of Jesus and thought Jesus came from a, like a nothing place, from a backwater nothingness. You know, there's that comment, and I haven't looked it up, but there's a comment about, oh, can anything good come out of Nazareth? That's <laughs> um, aimed at him. You know, he's not regarded in his own hometown as having any value either. You know, he talks about a prophet as disregarded in their own hometown. And, and he comes out of a nothing backwater in, in like, first-century Palestine. He he has a nothing life and a nothing death, and yeah, he's got crowds following him, but there were lots of rabbis with crowds following them at that point, and he preached some messages and he performed some miracles, and a lot of that was also, there were things happening like that in that day and time, so I think sometimes we make a lot more out of it, but Jesus actually lived quite a life of just, like, nothingness, in a little backwater, I mean, just even Jerusalem was a backwater of the Roman Empire. like that's where you got sent. like Pontius Pilate was sent there not I'm not saying it was a punishment, but it wasn't a promotion to just be sent to look after the Jews in this backwater Jerusalem uh, part of the Roman Empire. It, it's just it, it fascinates me that on the one hand I have this paradigm of needing to measure my meaning in life with these paradigms that I'm thinking these are not serving me anymore. And on the other hand, I have this example of Jesus living, what seems now to have been the most meaningful existence ever, but living it out in relative obscurity at the time. And so there's no real landing point for this. I don't have a conclusion yet. I'm chewing with it, and that's why I'm sharing it with you as a thinking out loud. Do you have questions about your own life and its meaning? How do you measure that? How do you have a sense of value in who you are and what you do? When you do things that are not sort of generally seem to be acknowledged as amazing things. When you make sandwiches, when you have a shower, when you just go to work, maybe you love your work, maybe you hate your work, maybe you have days where it's just like, Ugh, I didn't do anything with my life today. Is this something that preoccupies you? A question of meaning? Because it preoccupies me. I want to know that my life mattered, but I also want to have a better way of measuring how my life matters. And I don't just want to use these broken paradigms to measure them and I don't just want to use my own sort of struggles with self-confidence and self-value to measure them. I want to be able to hear God's voice clearly and I want to be able to hear the best part of myself and my own voice clearly. Is it okay to live a little life kind of relatively in the middle of nowhere and impact only a few people? Is meaning found in the quantity of what you do or the quality or the quality as well as the quantity? is it good enough to just live a great life loving your family well doing good work and then you die why have I got this drive to have my name up in lights which I kind of do sorry about that I'm not going to edit that out because that's just thinking out loud but yeah chew on that and I'd love to hear your thoughts do you ever struggle with meaning I don't need to be famous just to clarify that last thought when that message came through that's not what I need. It's not about people worshipping me and bowing down and, oh, Steve's so amazing, but I have a sense, I want, my, I want what I think and the things I grapple with and, and the, the theories and the, the ideologies and maybe not ideologies, the concepts, uh, the messages that I put out. I, I want that to reach people. But why? Why do I use that to measure meaning? So how do you measure meaning? Let me bring it back to that and I'll land here. Do you measure meaning? Is it important to you? Is it not important to you? What do you do with that? I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate your time as always. Um, love yourself, love each other, love God. There's a trinity somewhere there which is, uh, I think, a part of digging into the meaning of life. And uh, yeah, I'll hopefully chat soon. Ciao.